0: podcasting, reading fairy tales, has taught them about why fiction matters, why archetypes matter, and what breaking them can accomplish. I've also given them the opportunity to revisit one of the episodes that they participated in this term and delve deeper analytically into what the fairy tale meant, what they have learned about it since that initial recording, and what they wish they had added originally. Hi, my name is Maddie, and this is just my thoughts and reflections on this experience so far. This experience has taught me that fiction can be used as a tool to understand the world around us. Through the use of exaggerated metaphors and fantastical imagery, reading fiction allows us to think about the world in new ways. It can also be used to convey a message or a lesson. A lot of the stories we have read included morals at the end. These stories can be used to teach children how they should behave in order to live successfully. The various stories we've looked at also helped us understand other cultures. Reading stories of the same tale type from different countries and regions allows us to see the similarities between cultures and provides some insight into the human collective and the nature of mankind. We can also see the differences in common practice and social norms and try to see similar situations from different perspectives. Something that stood out to me about the first episode we recorded, which was The Little Mermaid, was that this one story could be interpreted in so many different ways. We touched on in our episode about how we thought the story was saying certain things about what it meant to be a woman at the time that the story was written and in the place that the story was written. But then we also discussed in class how it could also be interpreted as Hans Christian Andersen's way of discussing what it means to be homosexual in the time in which he lived. Um, He couldn't outright make a story about a gay man because being gay wasn't something that was acceptable at the time. So in a way, he was equating his experience as a homosexual man who couldn't be true to himself. um, And he was taking that and equating it with what it meant to be a woman, and how you had to limit yourself as a woman in society and You couldn't do certain things, you had to act as property of the men in your life, whether it's your father or your husband, etc. So it was interesting to look at that particular story and see the different ways in which it could be interpreted. Just like interpreting stories in different ways can help us understand new things about them, understanding the archetypes that commonly occur in these stories can also help us draw conclusions about what the underlying message of these stories are. Archetypes specifically help us make sense of the world around us in useful ways. I believe that the common archetypes found in so many stories are manifestations of certain elements of human nature. Nobody is completely good or completely evil, and having archetypes that are fairly two-dimensional lets us understand the different parts of ourselves. For example, everyone at times has felt greedy or jealous or just not so great archetypes like the wicked stepmother or other villainous characters represent those feelings. They can also represent different ideas surrounding masculinity and femininity and their relationship to one another. We saw this example in Little Red Riding Hood between the little girl and the wolf man. Her interaction with the wolf, a masculine predator archetype, represents a coming of age lesson about what it means to be a woman and coming to terms with sexuality and puberty. There was a lot of Imagery in that story reminiscent of menstruation and sexual encounters. And that was made even more obvious by the interactions between the little girl and the wolf. By the end of the story, she's no longer the little girl. She's a woman. Archetypes represent universal feelings, experiences, and elements of human psychology. That's why they appear so frequently in world literature. Using archetypes also allows readers to connect to the story, and so understanding archetypes can help you become a better writer. Readers can relate to the different archetypes that you use in your stories, and so it can help them also understand the characters better. However, breaking archetypes lets us create more complexity in stories. A lot of the fairy tales we have read aren't extremely detailed. They are straight to the point, and the characters are relatively flat. When we break common fairy tale archetypes, the characters become more complex because they aren't forced to fit into a specific mold. We can see this example in Indexing, specifically with the character Sloane. She's a great example because she is supposed to represent a wicked stepsister archetype, which in the world of fairy tales would make her an antagonist and a villain, and that's it. But in Indexing, she fights against that, which allows her character to be a more three-dimensional and complex individual. She's actively trying to fight against her nature so that she can fit into society and be good. That better represents the complexity of human nature in general, and therefore understanding archetypes but also breaking them gives us a better idea of what it means to be human. Overall, this course has taught me to think more deeply about fiction and its purpose. I can now recognize how certain elements of fiction are identifiable across different cultures, time periods, and types of literature. It has given me a new tool with which to understand literature and, ultimately, humanity.
1: Hello, this is Sean, and I'm going to be going over my wrap-up recording. So I just want to start off with like, some of the interest that I had coming into the podcasting projects that we've done throughout this class. I always listen to podcasts about a variety of topics, including sports, current events, and a few other things, but I try to stay out of politics. I personally think that the most important part about podcasts and kind of the generation we're in where we can talk about a really wide variety of topics without any any filters or any barriers to getting exposure so I think podcasts are a really great way of doing that so I can always like go on a podcasting site or look up podcasts on the internet and always like find something I'm interested in no matter like what I'm interested in so as I said I listen to a wide variety of uh, topics which I think is the most important thing about podcasts you can listen to whatever you want and I think it's a great avenue for exploring new things. As I said I've always had that interest in podcasts but I didn't really realize how difficult it can be and I think this course really showed me that like even though it's it's a lot different than some of the podcasts that I listen to about sports or uh, whatever. Fairy tales can be like hard to delve into on their own. The first one was a little bit difficult, but like once you got through it and you just learned that you just have to like you have to just talk through things with people and it's just like having a conversation with the mic on. It makes it a lot we uh gone over in class. And I think in our first podcast, the retelling of Hansel and Gretel, we, I kind of end up realizing that the story, like the story that I, I've always known growing up, like it's experience in this class. Although many of the fairy tales seem strange and different to me than the cl- classic ones that I watched when I was younger, I really enjoyed exploring multiple different types of stories that I didn't even know was out there. Breaking down the fiction, archetypes, and context in the fairy tales allowed me to have a deeper understanding of the story. I was able to form ideas about why they were written and how the different tales connected the ways that they did. It showed me many common trends throughout fairy tales, and certain structural and character roles, which are held consistent, Throughout many of the fairy tales that we read. Hey, what's up? It's Sarah, and I'll be doing my wrap-up recording for you all today. I will be discussing my thoughts on my overall experience in this course, podcasting the readings we've discussed in the previous episode. Like she was like, "Okay, like take this to your grandma, bye." And we're like, "Okay, mom, like you're just gonna let this little girl walk through the woods." And so she's basically dead to her by that time. Like she can't do anything about. What's going to happen with that wolf? So I think that's an important architect to talk about. Um, and you see that with, I'll like just make a, a bunch of um, Snow White comparisons, I think. So I think that's good. Um, little Red, um, your damsel in distress, like that's your Snow White comparison to actual Snow White. Just two people who are like living off of circumstance. They're not really making any of their own decisions. Um, and then you have like your bad guys, your big bad wolf. Especially because I didn't know the members of my group. So having to speak in front of them is life above water. It is interesting to see how the original gruesome tale and how interesting it is to look back and see the original prototype of the Little Mermaid